You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Brand new week. How are you, Bruce? Well, um, healthy and alive. Yourself? I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, it's just, it's it's that time of year when it starts to get cold and, you know, it takes, it takes a while to just kind of adjust, you know, to the changing weather patterns. And I mean, that's an important thing to recognize when you're, when you're dealing with climate change. And it just so happens that, well, the climate change agenda has now wafted across the pond. We always talk about like the weather and all kinds of crazy stuff to start out with. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we do. But this, this started today. On the FDR, which is in Manhattan, you had Extinction Rebellion decide that they were going to stop traffic. You remember the uh, the spinoff of Extinction Rebellion in the UK, the uh, the, uh, the Insulate Britain ones? They're sitting down the mm-hmm. in front of the uh, like the crosswalks and stuff. Yeah, brilliant group of individuals yeah. sitting in the middle of traffic. Yes, yes, yes. Th- those are the ones, uh, and they've taken actually to. Uh, in the UK today, now this this was not in the US. Uh, well, th- this what we're about to play is uh, is in the US, but in the UK they actually decided they were going to glue themselves to the roadway today using epoxy, not Elmer's glue. You know, not not the school kids glue that you get, but they used actual epoxy. They had like the you know how you mix it up in like the syringes, you know the, the binary mm-hmm. liquid thing. They had it out there like shoving it all over their hands and everything, and making these big pools that they were going to sit in, and they glued themselves down. Uh, and this one guy, I, I've got video. This this one guy, look at this. This one dude glued his head to the pavement. He he, I, I'm not making this up. He glued his head. Look at this. Um, now I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure those epoxy glues say on there not to uh uh have skin contact as Correct. it can cause irritation and those kind of things. Well, more than the, that, the, it will bond and it will rip your skin off. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure during the, the, um, chemical reaction phase of that epoxy, um, that will chemically burn the flesh. Maybe, maybe I'm, uh, mistaken in that, but the epoxies that I've used, um, I would not want them on my skin. No, I always, anytime I do anything with epoxies uh, or anything like that, anything involving like any kind of heavy adhesive like that, even super glue, I put rubber gloves on before I even touch it, just in case. You know, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, all right, I just need to put super glue on this one thing. And I accidentally stuck my fingers together. Well, you need to go get like some solvent or something to get get that off because I mean, it happens. To be honest, you know how sometimes you you cut something like you, you get a bad gash on like one of your fingers or something and there's nothing around. So you're holding the two pieces of skin together and you grab the super glue and you glue it together. I've done that before. It's a good bandage, to be fair. I mean, it really is. You just you can't touch it for a few minutes. I mean, the hospitals use it. I mean, that's that's ba- it's basically well, the it's same thing. It's medical band band aid, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's yeah same concept. Different, but same concept. In a pinch, you know, it'll it'll work. But this guy th- again, this this one here is from the UK. This dude's gluing his head, <laughs> he's gluing his head with to the. Uh, it, I don't know if that's 
his inhaler or someone else's, but there's well, an he's, inhaler well, laying see, right Bruce, next to him on Bruce, he's, he's, he's probably asthmatic. You know, he's probably a little challenged. Uh, and this is, again, this is uh, in England today. This is where they were. The, these are the ones that didn't glue themselves to the pavement. They were getting drug off by actual working people trying to get to work. And you notice that a lot of these people, these are the same people that were out there just the other day. It's the same people over and over again. They just keep sending them right back out. You know, I, I'm... Uh... I'm I'm still concerned about the people that were that were using the epoxy on on themselves and on the road because they're polluting the environment they're in. Uh, so I'm 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 a little um, confused by that well, because creating, epoxies are very damaging. And then yeah. these guys are creating a, a situation of smog production because um, they're 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 causing traffic to back up. And then, of course, here's your uh, here's your people that glued themselves to the uh, to the road with the epoxy. You see them how they like the whole palm is like glued down to the pavement, and there's paramedics there trying to get it off. I know we don't have them anymore, but uh, these people that are that are gluing themselves down and sitting in front of traffic and whatnot, they need to be thrown into the loony bin. They they do. That's that's the problem. You know, we were talking about this last week. I said we closed the mental institutions in America. Mm -hmm. This is a result of closing the mental institutions. On top of that, you've got these these sick people in these governments and these international organizations like the United Nations and the World Economic Forum and all, all the rest of these idiots that have put this idea into these these morons heads that we're all going to die in like nine years or whatever it is, or, or seven years. Hal Bernie, I think, is even saying six. But th this is the idea they've put into these people's heads. And this is exactly what is now, uh, I, I guess, I guess you could say transplanted uh, across the uh, across the Atlantic. This is what happened in Manhattan this morning. Okay, so they're not very well liked in the United States either. You notice the ones that are out there, they're all in the vests, you know, they're, they're out there putting themselves down in front of traffic. Now, this line right here, okay, the, so the, the orange vest extinction rebellion people here, that's the line that's up talking to the motorist. What you can't see yet is there's another line behind them of people that have literally taken their cars parked a line of cars. So they drove their cars up there, right? So they, they drove these these giant SUVs up there. You couldn't make this up. They drove these giant SUVs up there. They all got out of these big SUVs and the front group laid down in the road, chained themselves together and put pipe, like stainless steel pipe, in between each one of them. So you can't just go up and, and cut the lock or anything like that. They have to, and you'll see the police, out, you'll see the NYPD out there physically using like a cutting wheel and trying to cut this pipe to get these people out of the way. I'm 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 glad I'm not a construction worker with a set of tools in my um, truck because I would give those SUVs that they parked a workover. Look at this. Look at this. They they really care about the environment, don't they? Mm. Driving these giant SUVs and they all just pile out of them. Two rows. Right. And now here's the line. Right. This is the line that you didn't see. Uh, and of course, you got the, the people up there that are dealing with the ones in the vest. They're dealing with the motorists. And then these people behind them, this is the larger group. They're actually chaining themselves together uh, with pipe in between them. So you can't actually go in there and cut the locks. Uh, I don't know if you noticed those people that were doing that. Many of them were old, which yeah, it's a, it's the, the same reason I'm pointing that out. It's, it's 60s. The same yeah, it's the same 70s. in the UK. This 50s. is also this is across town. Uh, in Manhattan. This is another intersection where they did this. They they did this in, in a few different places today. This looks like Midtown Manhattan. Simple. Really, really e easy for law enforcement to handle this. Very simple. I, I'm serious. Like, look you at all the cops all there. Them, you literally grab them. each one of them. You grab each one of them it's, and, and just drag them out of the way. It's not difficult. Yeah. And instead, they're walking around looking at them, looking at the pipes they're holding. Um, 
You're you're breaking the law by impeding traffic. This is the West Side Highway. This is another place that they did it. Look at all those cops. Look at all those cops that are there. They're they're down there dealing with that when they should be out there taking calls. Do you know what the crime rate is in New York City right now? They should be out there dealing with real street crime. There was a stabbing that took place in front of a deli on, uh, I think it was like East 34th today, this morning. Two bums got into a knife fight in a business, and they're bleeding all over the place, fighting over God knows what, and there's not a police officer to be found because they're all out there on the West Side Highway dealing with this trash. I mean, what do you do with them? What they do, glue their hands together or something? No, they chain, like they, they wrap chains around them and they, like a handcuff, they, they wrap chains around them and they, they lock themselves in. So the chain is like wrapped around with each link so you can't pull out of it. And then they put their arms inside of pipes, joined hands. And yeah, so they're just, so, so you can't just go up and cut the lock and be done with it. You have to cut through the pipe and then you have to deal with the lock after you do that. Anyway, well, the uh, the videos are out there floating around for anybody that wants to see them. Uh, we've got them all up on our Telegram page as well uh, of all these these complete loons that are out there. Look at that traffic, right? Traffic in Manhattan is bad enough. It's bad enough. Believe me, it's bad enough on any given day. And this does not help. I just like to sit one of them down and be like, look, guys, let's extend your logic here just a little bit. Think this through. You just caused traffic to back up for hours. Those people that were in traffic may have been on the road for eh, 20 minutes or so, then got to their destination and parked. Then they shut their vehicle off. Okay. So you stopped the pollution. Now you've caused them to back up for multiple hours on end. Those cars are continually running. In other words, you tenfold created pollution by being in the way. Plus, no one gives a crap about your um, agenda now because you've ruined my day. You've you've um, caused me to either miss an a interview, which we've seen before. Uh, my kid was late for school. I'm late for my job or whatever the problem is. Miss an appointment, whatever. Uh, these are multiple lives, multiple, if you will, worlds, right? Your your own world is a small circle, right? You've you've interrupted multiple different locations, worlds. Nobody cares. They're going to dis they have disdain for you now. Instead, what would have been a better idea for you as an individual is go out there and innovate, create something, create a product that's better, create something that's more efficient and better, and then try to sell that to the public. You would garner more attention and favor from the, the populace by doing it that way and get your agenda through by reducing pollutions if you do it the correct way. Oh, so, no, they, no they I, I have no. No, I can't. Do no. That. Let, let me ask you a question. I, 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 have, I have no sympathy for those people. I, yeah, I absolutely I, I none. Let, let me ask you a question. In your neck of the woods, I mean, it's, obviously you're not in Midtown Manhattan, right? <laughs> you don't have the West Side Highway outside your door. In your neck of the woods, if some loonies tried to do this and stop traffic in your town like this, how would that go down? I, I'm just uh, and I'm asking the question because let's gauge the response. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, whether it's New York City or rather it's in the middle of the country in Oklahoma, the response by the average public who's being inconvenienced by these idiots is going to be about the same, isn't it? Well, I, I can pretty well guarantee that if you did it here, law enforcement wouldn't have time to get there. You would already have some construction worker or farmer or something out there with their tools having already broke up the thing and traffic would have been going again. You would have had somebody out like they would have hogtied them and put them on the side of the road and let law enforcement get them later. That's the kind of sentiment that's out here. Um, 
depending on what part of the country or like what what part of Oklahoma you're doing it in. If you do it in Oklahoma City or something like that, you'd get the same kind of New York City yeah, it'd welcome. Be the same. They yeah, wouldn't yeah, do anything. All the cities pretty much that would be about the same response for sure. Yeah. But if you did it in my neck of the woods, you would have had you would have had the community get together. I mean, we I, I we we bring it up over and over, but we had we had someone pull a gun on the city council for doing a mask mandate here. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it, it wasn't it even a mask mandate. Off. It was talk of a mask mandate. Yeah, it wasn't even a mask <laughs> yeah. mandate. Yeah, within within like three or four hours after it happening, they had a gun pulled on them. So I mean, that that's kind of the general sentiment here. Is um, so yeah, I, I I could see them trying to do that here. You you would have had some construction worker or farmer or something like that clear clear the path. Well, and the people in the UK did, I mean, they, they kind of had the right idea because the motorists now have taken it upon themselves and that, what do you do, right? The police won't do anything. You saw how many cops were standing around in New York. They've probably been ordered not to do anything with them. And the one woman that was arrested and walked off, you know, the one that was there, that, that was zip tied there at the end, that officer's probably going to be reprimanded by the end of business today. But the UK motorists, they're at least trying to do something. I mean, hell, they're dragging people out from the middle of the road. You saw the one guy take his own banner and tie him up to the barricade. <laughs> yeah, so he couldn't uh, that, move. That's the, yeah, that's the sentiment I would be doing is just tie him up to the barricade. All of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you also had this going on on the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, you had a you've got a massive protest that has uh, that has started in New York today. There's something about let's go, Brandon, or, or something. I think that's what they're chanting, along with uh, hold the line uh, and a couple other things. This is about the mask mandate. These are people that are teachers. These well, basically anybody that's uh, that's going to be now under the mandate, teachers, police officers, paramedics, firefighters, all of their family, all of their friends. I, I thought they had what, what did de Blasio say? They had like a 90 something percent, uh, 97 percent or 94 percent. It was in the 90s, the, the mid to high 90s on uh, on city workers that had already had it done. That doesn't look like 94, 95 percent of people that had it done, does it? No. no. Um, in fact, actually, it, to be fair, that could all of them could be vaccinated and they're just resisting the mandate to do the vaccine. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One of the biggest upticks that they have in the protest here across mainland Europe are people that have already been double jabbed. And they're like, wait a minute, we made the decision ourselves to go out and, and do this. That was our choice. We didn't agree to the rest of the stuff. We didn't agree to the mandates. We didn't agree to vaccine passports. We didn't agree to testing all the time. We didn't agree to continue these masks where you told us that if we went out and we got jabbed and we hit this specific number, then everything was going to go back to normal. Well, now it's not going back to normal, as we said that it wouldn't, but they didn't listen. Now they're joining the protests. Yeah. Um, and these ones, they're not gluing themselves in the middle of traffic, ironically. Which, by the way, uh, Biden's approval rating, I believe, is depending on which poll you're looking at, ranges from 39 percent to 43 percent currently. So and that seems to be about right. This is uh, uh, again, this is New York. Uh, I think they're I think they're chanting something here. Look at all those extremists out there holding American flags. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. That is a lot of people. You know something? For Americans to pull a protest, that is something in and of itself. But those are some pretty decent numbers, I have to say. I have to say, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I'm impressed. When you've got a crowd that's literally stretching about half the span of the Brooklyn Bridge, that's impressive. That That is impressive. So I'll, I'll give it that. At least it's starting somewhere. 
right? We got to start somewhere. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I would like to see just like states, companies, just say no, no ma- no, no vaccine mandates, no mass mandates. We're going back to normal. Well, um, I think I think you have that. Honestly, I, I think you have that in in pockets. And the reason I say in pockets is because you've got people that just want to. Like if you take any of these concerns about anything to any of these politicians, they don't care. They don't care. Everyone's in it now for the political game. And it's all about money. It's money, money, money. Now they don't care. That's all it is. The system is bust. We said that a year ago, well over a year ago. Hell, uh, we lost a year. We said that well over two, three years ago. The system's finished. This is their last play. Moderna, just Moderna in and of itself. Think about that one company. That company needed a Hail Mary. They were about to go bust again. Hell, they were bust before Bill Gates swooped in. They were done. Just like Novavax that just sold 60 million doses or whatever it was to the UK. And you've got other countries that are now buying to Novavax. Here, I mean, here, here's a company again, like Moderna, who has never brought a successful product to market ever in their entire history. And now all of a sudden they're making the holy grail of vaccines. I don't think so. I don't think so. They needed a Hail Mary. They needed something. Gates himself said he was going to get a 20, what was it, like 20 fold increase in profits or whatever it was. And look at the Moderna CEOs now. How many millionaires and billionaires did they make last year because of this? And they did it with your money, with our money, with taxpayer money. What was it Kissinger said? Once the herd accepts mandatory vaccines, it's game over. They will pay us for extermination services. That's Kissinger. That's not me. I mean, they proved them right so far. All right, uh, that's more of New York. So, all right, let's uh, let's call that one. All right, so we'll we'll move on from there. What is this? It's a supermarket in Wales. Look at this. They're wearing a plastic bag over his what, head. Why would you? That's, why would uh, you put plastic bags over your head? Because I are smart. Yeah, right. Why, why would you put plastic bags over your head? That's ridiculous. The the plastic bag thing. I could I could give them a little leeway if I seen some kind of uh, mechanical device that's pulling in air, filtering the air, and then. Pushing it into the in there, making like okay, a, all right, um, all right. a pressurized right. environment. Fair, sure, fair, fair, because that's kind of that what didn't the, exist. No, that didn't exist. That's that's kind of what the suits they use at the at the P four lab in Wuhan yep. that are made by Honeywell. It's like that. So if that's what you're talking about, a, a, a pressurized suit, fine, mm-hmm. right? I get it. If you're that paranoid, you're right ahead. Uh, but let's let's not gloss over the fact that um, hey, ladies and gentlemen, the pandemic is over. Whatever it is that came along last year. That's long gone. That is long gone. Now we're just dealing with whatever it is that we're dealing from these concoctions that they're whacking people up with that are now creating the problems. That's what we're dealing with now. At least that's what all the uh, I w- the science shows. And I mean, real science. I, I would say that um, the, the pandemic uh, uh, of the virus, right, that's over. But the real pandemic, which empowered all of this, is still ongoing. And it's the disease of hive mind or or mm-hmm. marxism yeah that seems to be the uh you know i've heard people i've heard people say it and i've seen memes of it it says communism's the final variant well yeah if you continue on this path but here's the problem uh they're on damage control any way you look at it every single turn that they that they try to make now i mean seriously you've got boris johnson 
out there. Did we play the clip of Boris the other day? We didn't, did we? You've got Boris Johnson saying this. Listen to this. A lot of protection against uh, serious illness and death, but it doesn't uh, protect you against catching the disease and it doesn't uh, doesn't protect, protect you against passing it on. So now is the time to get your booster. Do, do these idiots actually hear themselves? <laughs> do, do they actually hear themselves? Yeah. No, he did. Uh, he did. Because if you watch there, just watch um, from a from a uh, God, I, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, uh, look at his smirk, his, his facial expressions when he uh-huh. says. Uh, so now's the time you can tell he's smirking when he yeah. says that. Yeah, he's fully aware that this is BS. It is BS. But yeah. He's aware. He knows it. It is BS. I'll tell you what, since we're since we're on the UK, let's just let's just roll right into the UK. Hillary Clinton. OK, Hillary Clinton. You, you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't make this up. Hillary Clinton says that it is imperative that Boris Johnson mandate vaccine passports in the UK. And uh, what was it? What was it uh, this? She said something else. Uh, and she wants those who refuse the jabs to be sacked. This is this is a woman who is. Quite frankly, uh, she's a failure in the United States. She's not even appreciated, held by her own uh, her own party. Her own constituents don't like her. She wrote a book after the election that she lost entitled What Happened? Uh, lady, people don't like you. That's what happened. It's not that you couldn't have been president. It's that people don't like you. That's what it is. People just don't like her. That's not a, a me cheerleading for Donald Trump because we're all into this idea now about, oh, if you're not with her, then you're with him. If you're not with him, then you're with him. And uh, if you're not on my side, you're against me. No, I- I'm on the side of common sense, the Constitution of the United States and the American way. That's what I'm on the side of. I want free market, private property and leave me alone. That's what I want. And the Second Amendment. But this, come on, she wants people in the UK to be fired from their jobs if they don't take the jab. And you're telling Boris Johnson to implement vaccine passports. What the hell do you care about what goes on in the UK? What the hell does that matter about uh, about anything? She has no relevance here, so she's seeking relevance there. They don't like her either. I mean, you saw what happened to Nancy Pelosi. She went there. You saw the warm welcome she got. Get the hell out of here, you, you Marxist piece of garbage. Go back to your own country. No one wants you here. Hillary Clinton gave a speech. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it Cambridge or Oxford? One of those one of those colleges. She she gave a speech there uh, like a month or so ago. And now all of a sudden she feels like this is her opportunity to say, oh, well, you have to put vaccine passports in. Why? Why? Somebody make the argument to me. I, I don't care. I don't care who it is. Somebody make the argument to me now. I don't care what side of the fence you're on or, or whatever. If you're if you're for this vaccine stuff, or you're against it. I don't care. Make the case to me. Convince me why vaccine passports are even relevant. Tell me about a single person, a single person whom you know that thinks who's been double jabbed, who thinks that that is something that they agreed to when they decided to go take the jab. Is that something they were consulted about? Is that something that they were told that they were going to have to do? Because it doesn't stop with just two jabs. It doesn't stop with a booster. You heard Boris. Oh, well, it doesn't stop you from catching it. It doesn't stop you uh, transmitting it. But uh, now's the time to get your booster. Do you, do you actually hear the fanaticism and the, 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 the degeneracy and the lunacy and the feedback loop that they're stuck in? Do you actually hear this? Dan Andrews, right? That piece of garbage down there in, uh, in Victoria, in Australia. This is what he said over the weekend. Listen to this. Now, you know, Australia, they've got vaccine passports in, right? Yeah. The Australians, God love them. They're down there in Melbourne. They're out there on the streets. The unvaxxed, they're down there on the streets having picnics in front of the businesses that won't let them in. Just like the French, just like the Swiss, 
Yeah, it's catching, just like the Italians. This is Dan Andrews over the weekend on the booster program. Listen to this. You will have to be vaccinated because the, the, the virus doesn't much care what you're going shopping for. It just doesn't. And you will, you will spread it. Uh, you will make the job of our nurses harder. And if you're choosing to not be vaccinated, well, that is the wrong choice to make. I, I, I hope, and we'll play our part in this, like a month before your six months is up, uh, then uh, you will get a message and your vaccination certificate, the thing that gets you the green tick, you'll be prompted to go and book, uh, to go and book a uh, time to go and have your booster shot. Oh, There may be state clinics in that, or it might be all done through GPs and pharmacy. That hasn't been worked, worked through yet. We're happy to play our part, though. Uh, so it'll be about the maintenance of your vaccination status. Oh, oh, it'll, it'll be about the, the maintenance of your vaccination status. So after six months, then you'll get notified through the app on your phone that you need to go down and, and get your uh, get your top up vaccine. Otherwise, you're no longer considered vaccinated. Told you so. I mean, we, we, we talked about that. This would be the thing that they do. Uh, it's never going to end. If you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. You see, now they've already given, at least the people that have done it, they've already given their consent, haven't they? See, they've already given in to the idea that, well, see, you had to choose, right? They wanted you to choose. You heard that a lot of these countries are saying that, uh, well, uh, maybe we should mandate that people need vaccines before they can go into supermarkets, right? Well, you see, the amount of pushback that they've been receiving for that, and and believe me, they're, they're pushing that here too, the amount of pushback they've been receiving for that, hasn't been good. Tell me, any of you you lying, thieving bastards that are in these public offices and in these health departments, tell me, if this was such a problem, then tell me why I'm seeing the same cashiers, the same store shelf stockers, the same maintenance workers, the same delicatessen workers, the same cafe workers. Why am I still seeing them in the store now? When they're around all these people, I mean, th these are the same people that were in the stores working in the same places, in the same positions almost two years ago. They're still there. I see them every time I go in there. And I've gone to multiple stores over the last you know year or so. So, I mean, I, I see the same people. So if it's such a problem and if it's so needed now, one year and seven months into two weeks to flatten the curve, then why would you mandate it now? Doesn't make any sense. There's no science to back that up. Hell, there's never been any science to back up anything past 14 days. There was nothing to that backed up the 14 days in the first place. It it it's never like that. That's not something that will work. No, it was just a. Actually, it was out of it was out of an abundance of caution because, quite frankly, um, I'm not going to trust the data coming out of the Chinese Communist Party. Are you? I'm not. I'm certainly not. I don't trust those people with an egg. Let alone that. So Australia, you know, you know what they've decided to do in Australia. Here's what they've decided to do. They're just going to mandate that 300,000 supermarket workers get vaccinated. And if you don't, well, then you're going to lose your job. And guess what? The store is not going to be all. You see, they're going to come at it another way. They've already war gamed this out five or six different ways. If you don't want to take a vaccine to go into a grocery store, well, then they'll just mandate that the grocery store workers have to get it. And if the grocery store workers don't want it, then they'll walk off the job. You don't have anybody to work in the grocery store and then the grocery store will close and then you don't have access to it at all. You see how sick these people are? They're going to destroy this supply line one way or the other. This is what the Great Reset is all about. It's about destroying the supply line. And it's being done on purpose. If this was, and like I said last week, if this was being done back in 1940, 
we probably wouldn't know because all we would be able to rely on back then would be the information that's coming out of these governments and in the newspapers and on the radio. That's all we would have known. And so people would have believed it. Now they can't get away with it anymore. Now we can actually see what they're doing. They're holding up all these ships off of the coast on purpose. They're holding up uh, all of these, uh, these truck drivers on purpose, passing all these ridiculous regulations about green this, green that. You can't have a, I don't know, if you don't have a vegan semi-truck in California, you can't drive it kind of stuff. I'm just ready for the American people to stand up against this. I know we're starting to see it, but really, let, let's, see, let's see some action at the local level. I don't know, maybe like maybe like a recalling of the I don't know, your your city's mayor if it's uh uh they're doing mandates at the local level, recall the mayor. Um uh, if your governor's do it doing it, recall them the governor. I mean, let's see some actual action on that one. Uh protesting's great, that's a great start, but honestly it has no effect. It won't do anything. You'll you'll gain more I mean attention as far as the public's concerned if the media will cover it. Um, but the politicians don't care. The, the politicians don't that, care. That's I mean, my point. You, you heard it. And it's not just in America. They don't care anywhere. They don't care in Italy. They don't care in France. They don't. I mean, where, where the hell's Macron? Where has he been since he introduced vaccine passports and fled to Bora Bora, getting flower necklaces put on him? Where has he been? When Merkel put that stuff in that they didn't tell people about, where did she go? She slunkered off somewhere and she gave a resignation a couple of days ago. Where's Mario Draghi? The, the guy who's supposedly the uh, the prime minister of Italy, the banker boy down there, where's he at since he's introduced vaccine passports? There was the head of the Italian police division that was told to go out and put water cannons, tear gas and rubber bullets onto innocent protesters at the docks in Trieste two days ago. He stormed out of the building, threw his helmet on top of his armored personnel carrier and said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going against innocent people like that. This is sick. Where are these supposed yep. leaders? That's what I'm asking. Where are these supposed leaders? You got Biden out today. Listen to this garbage. You got Biden out today who says we're going to require vaccine passports and COVID tests when international restrictions lift next month. Where's the old man? You know what he's out doing today? He's playing Legos with a bunch of preschool kids. That's what he's doing. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. He's out there playing Legos with him. All the kids are all masked up for no reason. He's masked up. The wife's masked up. All the rest. It's truly disgusting. It's truly disgusting. He's in there with all the media and everything. <laughs> to be fair, if uh, if I was stuck in a room as a kid with Biden, I'd want to be masked up as well. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. The U.S. is going to require airlines to check travelers proof of vaccination as part of the new rules to lift restrictions on foreign visitors starting next month. Unvaccinated travelers will have to show proof of a negative test taken one day before travel. That's according to CNBC. I thought the rapid testing wasn't as accurate. It's not. As a matter that, of fact, they're, they're actually pulling it. Uh, the CDC, they're pulling that test December 31st at the end of this year. Huh, so you, you had to get a quick test before... The day before, uh huh. But they're going to remove the quick test. Yes. So you'll only have the vaccine option after it's all said and done. I'm sure. Because well, you know those those tests they they're just they're not accurate. Right. We've empowered them to do this. Yeah. I I told you. What did I say after all of this? When I when I said after 14 days when they didn't stop, I said ignore them. If you ignore them and go about your lives, there won't be any problem. Just ignore them. We didn't ignore them, did we? We're not ignoring them now, are we? I mean, we did. Well, we did, yeah. But I'm still ignoring yeah. it. I mean, I, I'm paying attention to what they're doing. I'm calling out what they're doing. I mean, that's what we do. But as far as anything else, I'm not taking part in this. 
I'm not I'm not playing in, in any of this game. I'm not taking any BS test. I'm, I'm not taking uh, any any vaccine from these people. Nothing. I don't want anything these people have to offer. Nothing. Nothing. I want them arrested and I want them held accountable for what they have done and what they are going to continue to do. Let me ask a question. What do you think's going to happen? And that you, you notice that they're accelerating. You know, you notice that the pace is now quickening and it's, it's getting faster and faster, which that's I mean, that's kind of how this works. But it's getting faster. You've got Trudeau from Canada and you've got Biden and the CDC and all the rest of these idiots. They're coming out and saying in the UK, they're saying we've got to get the five to 11 year olds jabbed as quickly as possible. Why? They're coming for your children. They're doing it in schools now without your permission as a parent. Why? There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There has been some scientific studies that have come out and said that those that have received the jab are, well, they're essentially, they're on a, how do I put it? Uh, they're on a timetable, an and unbeknownst timetable to them, of course. They're on a timetable. It reduces your immune system over time. Hence why the booster program is there. Antibody-dependent enhancement, ADE. We've talked about it before. You go out, you take the jab. See, they lied to you in the first place. What do you think is going to happen when the people that have been jabbed have figured out that they've done something to them that have that is now irreversible? What do you think is going to happen? They're not going to be too happy, are they? So they're trying to get this done as quickly as possible to get as many people in the jackpot as possible so then they can manage that collapse. Now, see, if you go out and you take a jab one of these, you have a waning immune system. So therefore, you have to go back every, what was it Andrew said, every six months, whenever you get pinged on your phone to go down and get your uh, your top up vaccine. Well, that's because they want to make it to where, the, and when I say they, I'm talking the establishment here, the, the government pharma banking complex here, whatever you want to call this thing. They want to make it to where you have to continue to go back to them to keep you alive. You see, you need them at that point, don't you? See, we didn't need them going forward. We don't need them now. Of course, the vaccinated, now you're going to need them. And here's the problem. And I know, Bruce, you you know some research in behind all this. If you keep jabbing people, and many doctors are now saying this as well, if you keep jabbing people, you're going to create an even bigger problem. You can't vaccinate your way out of this problem. Hell, even Dr. Robert Malone, the man who invented the mRNA vaccine, said the exact same thing. He continues to say it on a uh, on a daily basis, almost daily, weekly basis, whatever, however often he goes out and he gives a talk or an interview somewhere, he says, you can't vaccinate your way out of this problem. And that's what they're trying to do. But now you're going to be causing so many more problems from the vaccinated people, which is what's happening now. The variants that they're telling you are coming from the vaccinated people. That has got to be painfully obvious to anybody that's paying halfway bit of attention at this point. Denmark. Do you remember Denmark? Yeah, you know, the country that's just above me here. Denmark. Oh, they had, uh, what was it, 75% vaccination rate. They lifted all the restrictions. Yeah, yeah, they lifted everything. Oh, yeah, everybody's out party time. Guess what's happening? Massive spikes in cases. People going into hospitals. 75% vaccination rate. What's happening in Israel? About the same vaccination rate, fully vaccination rate, right? About 70, it's about 70%, fully vaxxed, 70%. Highest number of cases. It's coming from vaccinated people. But yet the establishment's coming out saying, oh, it's coming from the unvaccinated people. Again, it's a flipping of the agenda. All they're doing is flipping the data. That's why I look at the numbers they talk about when they say, oh, we've got 75% uh, of the people that are vaccinated. I think you've only got 25 I'm looking at everything in reverse order because that's how they're playing their game. So why not reverse it back onto itself? That's what they've done with everything else. We've got 60% vaccination rate here. No, I don't think you do. I think you've got 40. 
That's just my guess. But they're working us down into a problem where it's going to be even more difficult to get us out of it because here's here's the issue we're going to run into. And this, this is why I bring this up. Here's the issue you're going to run into. We're going to run into a problem where these people that continuously go out and get jabbed, they're going to be so infectious that you can't get anywhere near them. That's an even bigger problem. So how do we deal with that? I wouldn't say they would be so infectious. I, I, I think it would be a situation of they themselves would be uh, immunocompromised, so they would be scared of getting around to other people, sure. But if you're unvaccinated, uh, with this speci- specifically with this one, the, 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 the COVID jab, um, you're not going to have a problem being around them. You'll be fine. Your immune system is fine. Uh, but they'll be terrified of you because you could make them sick at that point because their immune system's so weak. They would have to have a jab. So it would effectively, I mean, currently they're more dangerous to us because they can be asymptomatic spreaders. But the thing is, is eventually that that narrative is going to change and it'll be the other way around because their immune systems are being destroyed. But I mean, there again, like they, they don't understand. I mean, that defies all logic and science on its face. The people that say, oh, uh, put put a mask on because you're not vaccinated. Hello. Hello. Do, do, do you understand how vaccines are supposed to work? And I'm not talking about the new definition they changed it to. I'm talking about the traditional method of learned immune response. So you get a part of the virus, your body then creates a reaction to that and you develop immunity. And that's it. That's the end of it. There, there's no going back and getting boosters. There's no uh, th- there's no going back and and getting a, a, a top, which, by the way, a booster. I mean, that's just that, that's just more of the same. That's not even anything different. And now the CDC's coming out saying mix and match, mix and match. like that. That goes against all. Like there, there's got. I mean, my God, I, I know people that are in the healthcare profession. I, I've known people that have been in the healthcare profession for years. And you know what they say? Don't mix medications, especially if it's for the same thing. If you got two pills that are for the same thing, you don't mix them. Do you have any idea what that could do to your system? They, they don't care. The people we're dealing with are sociopaths. They're criminal psychopaths. That's the realm we're in. And the average person out there that's been uh, that's been jabbed and thinks, OK, well, I'm doing the right thing. You, you don't understand. Like they, they don't understand at all. And, and they get around somebody and say, well, it's you that are holding us back. Think about that. Think about that for just a second. If you're vaccinated, dumbass, you should be more protected than a person who's not. How does that make any sense? I mean, they don't even care about recovery, right? They, they don't care about recovery. You and I know somebody who had COVID early on. Early on, they had COVID in the UK, and the NHS will not quit hounding this person about getting a COVID jab. Why? Why? Why on earth would you go out and get a COVID jab when it's shown to have 26 times more protection with natural immunity than from a jab in the first place? Then why would you go out and get a jab? It's like if I get the flu, I'm not going to go out and get a flu jab after I'm recovered. That's ridiculous. It's like if I get, uh, let's say I get tetanus, God forbid, which that'll kill you, but Let's say I get tetanus, God forbid. Then I say, okay, well, I'm going to go out and get a tetanus shot. What what sense does that make? And that's what they're doing now. Recovered, natural immunity. No, no, you're never going to have that. The simple idea that I was going to put forward is we all remember when we got the, the vaccine, the vaccinations that we needed for school, you know, um, we're all familiar with uh, having to go back every six months for a booster, right? I mean, that, 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 that's a common thing that we all do, right? We, we always go back for si- our six-month top-up, right? No. Right? Oh, wait, we don't do that. What, what do you mean? It, never have we had a vaccine that requires a booster within six months. Never. It, and, and all the ones that... <laughs> anytime we create a vaccine, 
and it ends up killing people, we take it off the market. Dr. Michael Yaden said it himself. He said, anytime you have even 25 people nationwide that die in a clinical trial from a vaccine, it stopped immediately. Hell, uh, what was it? Uh, I want to say it was, um, I want to say it was Pfizer. I, I heard this story the other day. I heard another doctor giving an interview the other day. I want to say it was Pfizer or it was Merck. One, one of the two. They did some testing. They were doing, they were in the animal testing phase. I mean, that's, that's the process of which you do these things. They're in the animal testing phase. The problem they ran into was two test subjects died, two of them. Now, I don't know what the test subjects were. It could have been, uh, a, I don't know if it was a if it was a, a dog or primate or whatever, but two of the test subjects died. Do you know what they did? They shut down the entire program for three and a half years until they could figure out what it was that actually caused that. And it ended up being uh, something about a specific uh, genetic trait that that species of whatever that test subject was had. There was a problem in there that they didn't know. And so they shut the entire, think about that. They shut down the entire program for three and a half years, just in the animal tests. Yeah, but don't worry. Don't worry. The the agencies like Project Veritas that are pointing out the shortcomings of these uh, vaccines, don't worry. There was a court that ruled that Project Veritas is politically spying on people. Um, you know what? And they'll 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 shut them down and and silence them in in due time. So so don't worry. That this this misinformation out there is going to be stifled. You know what? I, I like the work that Project Veritas does. I, I really do. I mean, that's that's real journalism right there. It goes without saying. But here's my problem with Project Veritas, and it's not them. That's not my problem. My problem is, is that they do this fantastic reporting and exposing and, and undercover work and all that stuff, because believe me, the stuff that they do, the stuff that they expose, that kind of stuff with whether it's these corporations or or infiltrating something like an Antifa cell or something, that kind of stuff, if they get found out, that will get those people killed. That is the kind of people uh. you're dealing with. Here, here's my problem with it. Nothing ever gets done with it. They put out these these breakthrough, I mean, blockbuster, like if this was if this was the 90s, heads would be rolling in the Justice Department. Yeah. You remember before Veritas was doing their thing, we, we had those two guys that went in, got video of what was happening inside the um, Planned Parenthoods and whatnot uh, that were that were doing the abortions and how the parts of the babies were being sold off and how that is a violation of state and federal law. That is literally chop chopping humans. Not to mention and, crime against humanity, but yeah. Yeah, not to mention, yeah, both of them were thrown in prison and nothing was done about uh, the abortions. Here's another thing that um, Project Veritas uh, pointed out, which is hilarious when you when you find out about um, the, the, the vaccines are based on uh, the abortion strain of uh, DNA, the stem cells. They don't they don't talk about that. They, they, they were instructed to keep that silent per an email or a memo or whatever you want to call it. They, they were told to keep that quiet. So the vaccines are based on stem cell research that originated from aborted babies. A couple of things. I'm trying to figure out why that actually is. Why, why, why do they actually do that? Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is these religious exemptions, right? And that's, I heard something about those religious exemptions today. For somebody to fill out a religious exemption for one of these things, and I didn't know this until I heard somebody talking about it this morning, for somebody to fill out a religious exemption for one of these uh, illegal vaccines, as far as I'm concerned, it's not even a vaccine. It's 36 pages 
to fill out a religious exemption. And here's the problem. Here's the problem you're running into is when it's taken to one of these uh, pastors, uh, preachers, spiritual advisors, what, whatever, right? What, whatever your faith is. When you take it to them, a lot of them are being told, well, you're not really serious about uh, about wanting a religious exemption. So, no, I'm not going to sign that. Oh, I would have to do some repenting after I got done lashing probably. out pastor. Yeah, probably. But that's mm. that's what's going on. The uh, The military chaplains... A lot of them were being told, don't approve spiritual exemptions if, if people uh, object. What about conscientious objections? Do we, not, do we not follow that anymore either? Conscientious objections? No. I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck on the why do you even have to fill out paperwork to get the exemption? Literally, the First Amendment is, is freedom of worship. And if my religion says don't do that, unless it's a, a violation of law that we've actually like as a society have agreed upon, like, I don't know, murder, for example, um, then bugger off. It, it, it should simply be me saying, no, not interested. Thanks. Have a good day. And it, that, that should be all that's needed. On oh, see, Bruce, I tell you what I'm hearing. I'm hearing from you that um, that you need education and counseling. That's what I'm hearing from you. You see, you don't want to, to go along with the program here. So uh, I think that you should be offered education and counseling. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, which I'm not quite sure what she's even a doctor of, uh, the script reader from the CDC, she was on, what, what the hell is this guy's name? Wallace, Chris Wallace. He was, she was on his show the other day. Uh, and she says that the Biden administration is planning education and counseling for the unvaxxed. For the, uh, the federal workers that don't want to go along with the program here? Yeah. Now, what was it that uh, Bill de Blasio said out of New York? Now, see, we're going to put you on unpaid leave. Now, see, if you want to if you want to go out and you want to make that correction and then come back, well, then all's forgiven. Yeah, all's forgiven. Everything's going to be good. You'll be welcomed back into the fold, you see. Center for Disease Control and Prevention Director Rochelle Walensky said on this week's broadcast of Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace that the Biden administration has a plan for the education and counseling of essential workers so that they are comfortable getting vaccinated. You hear this? Wallace said, let's talk about the mandates for adults. President Biden was asked about the controversial mandates for essential workers at his at his town hall this week. And Wallace said, are you still full speed ahead on mandates for essential workers to get vaccinated? Well, Walensky responded with the following. We've seen that these mandates are getting more and more people vaccinated. I don't think they are. You're seeing more and more people quit. That's what I think you're actually seeing. You're seeing more and more people walk away. Here's what we know. Okay, yeah, please tell us what you know. The most disruptive thing that you can do to a workforce is to have a COVID outbreak in that workforce. Oh, no, see, it's not firing them. It's not holding a gun to their heads, telling them, take this experimental jab or lose your job, which, by the way, that's pretty much Russian roulette. If you think about it, that's what it is. Have you seen the VAERS numbers? We're close. If not, we're topping 20,000. Just that we know of. That's anywhere between one, four, one and four percent reported. That was definitely not only to send people home, but to send people to the hospital. And some may pass. You hear this? You hear this? Some may pass. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I, I'm sorry, but these businesses, you're, you're going to have to mandate people not drive into work and instead take the automated vehicles that will drive you to work. Because when you step outside your door and you, you hop into that vehicle, you're 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 playing Russian roulette. I mean, you might get in an accident and you might kill someone or you might kill yourself. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, we, we, we just can't have you drive to work. Um, in fact, we, we can't even let you come into work today. You're going to have to work from home because it's too dangerous for you to walk outside your door. 
you might have a meteor come in and smack you in the head and kill you. I mean, it, we just don't know. So uh, you're just going to have to stay in your safety bubble and not go anywhere. Well, That's see, how insane this is. It's like get in your little padded room over there and stay there. Now, listen to this. She says, what we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce combined. That's BS. That is 110% BS. Do you know what the death numbers were last year? I'll tell you what they were. They were actually lower than the year before. And you've actually got C you got CNN out there saying in a new study that uh, if you get what was it? If you get vaccinated, then you have a better chance of surviving all other forms of death or whatever it is. Or you, you're, you're, yeah, you'll you're, become immortal you're, or something. You're, you're less likely to die in general. Oh, you're less not, likely not to just die. from COVID, but in general. Generally uh -huh. speaking, you're less likely to die if you're vaccinated. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. She goes on to say, so we believe it is very important to get these people vaccinated. Yes, yeah, see, they're going to, yeah, they're going to keep you safe. There is a plan. Uh, yeah, you see, there's a plan. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I have no doubt about that, lady. There is a plan. Should these people not want to be vaccinated towards education and counseling to get people the information they need so that they feel comfortable in getting vaccinated? You hear this? There's a plan. There's a plan to re-educate you and get you to conform. Now, see, the problem is right now is there hasn't been any confirmation. Like you haven't conformed. You haven't bowed yet. That's the problem. They can't stand the fact that there are people that are telling them to go back to the pits of hell. Make no mistake. Old Lucifer and his disciples here are going to pay. They are going to pay. And that day is coming. True. I agree. There, There is going to be hell to pay. But I'm not entirely convinced it's going to be in this life. Yet. For some of them, yes. For others, no. I guess we'll see. Uh, you got anything else? Um, yeah, actually, a fun one to end on. All right, give me a fun one because we did like three days with no COVID stuff, and I'm uh, okay. I'm I'm all burned out on COVID stuff now, probably for the next two days. So, all right, give me a fun one. What do you got? Um, on iTunes charts, there's uh, two artists that have uh, taken the top spot with uh, "Let's Go Brandon" songs. Um, okay. Wow, actually, the anti-Biden song dethroned uh, Adele, who sold more than 120 is, million though. records. Okay, um, she must be that, popular. Well, he must be popular. I don't know who, whoever that is. That she, yeah, she. Okay. Well, I, I assume they still are she. I, I don't. I don't. Well, know gender's fluid. The, so the yeah, you gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Bryson Gray is the 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 one that did the Let's Go Brandon song. Mm -hmm. uh, and okay. uh, Chandler Crump. Anyway. Uh, I just thought it was fun that Let's Go Brandon was topping yeah, the charts on iTunes. Yeah, it seems to be a common theme now. YouTube, actually, I saw the other day, they actually banned some channels or an artist or something that was making stuff like that. And they're they're going through and they're banning videos that say anything about that. Like, seriously, you're not going to be able to stop this. It's on every damn sports channel out there where there's large crowds. Hell, they were doing the press conference at the World Series the other day. It was Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz sitting there talking about uh, what was going on post game, And the crowd behind them is saying, F Joe Biden on live TV. You can't censor that. You can't censor that. The media, they're, they're doing everything they can do to try and ignore this. Now, you know, you know good and well, and again, I'm, I'm not defending, but you know good and well that if one person or five people or 10 people were booing Trump. The media was all over it. They were all over it. So uh, uh, Gray said uh, on YouTube, okay, the, the song was banned on YouTube, 
they had banned the Let's Go Brandon song uh, due to medical misinformation. The the response that Gray gave was, um, I want to thank you, YouTube, for banning my Let's Go Brandon song. All y'all did was piss a bunch of people off and made more people go listen to it. Let's go, YouTube. Commies. Yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, that's Google. Uh, that's that's who you're criticizing there. All right. So that was your fun one. I got I got a fun one. Let's do this one. Bruce, you know, Halloween's coming up, right? Halloween's here in six days. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be taking part. You're going to be passing out candy to the youngins that come around. Yeah. Nope. Lights off. No lights off. Oh, yeah. No. You're OK. Yeah. Who are you right. and your you're, kid? You're I don't care. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. They don't need to be eating that poison anyway. Truth be told, I do the same thing. The Anti-Defamation League. You're familiar with them, the ADL. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. familiar with mm -hmm. them. Stand-up organization. Yeah, they fight for civil rights, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you mentioned you mentioned a bunch of commies, so I thought, all right, let's just, since we're there, might as well segue into it. The ADL interjected itself into the annual Halloween debate this week when the organization advised parents to avoid Halloween costumes that are culturally insensitive and perpetuate gender norms. I don't think there's any left anymore. To give you an example, uh, w when I was a kid... We, uh, you know, many kids would dress up as like Batman and Superman and yep. Flash. Terminator. Uh -huh. Yeah, Terminator. Yeah, yeah. You, you would have all these different. Superman is now gay, uh, or excuse me, bi. Captain America is now gay. Th those don't, those don't work anymore. Like that, that whole uh, gender, whatever. They're fictional characters. They're, they're, they're I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't care what they anti-defamation league have to say. Well, let's take a look at their tweets, shall we? Halloween is a week away, and you and your family might be brainstorming costume ideas. Check out our resource for reminders about how and why to avoid cultural appropriation, cultural stereotypes, and costumes that might perpetuate gender norms. Hmm. Let's just translate that, shall we? According to the ADL, parents should not let their children indulge in their desired costume if it appropriates from any culture. Most especially, you know what they're targeting here? They're targeting Native Americans. You know, people that like to dress up as like Indians or something. That's what they're targeting. Of course, you can't do that at a football game anymore. You can't do that in Kansas City. You can't do that at the Atlanta. This is probably the last year for the Atlanta Braves. Can't do that in Cleveland anymore. We couldn't do it uh, for the, uh, what is it now? The Washington football team. We couldn't do it for them. Yeah. The Washington Redskins. Yeah. 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 No, no. And, it's the Washington football already, team. Did, uh, yeah. Redskins. Uh, see, here's the thing. I'm not a sports person, but those names have forever been branded now. I will not, if I talk to anyone that's sports team and they, they, I will not call them anything other than the Washington Redskins, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I'm not going to change the names of them. Sorry. It, 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 not, not happening. I'm not, I'm not interested in this wokeism. I, I don't care. Uh, your, your gendered normative, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's just, it's a mental illness. This, this is a mental illness. This, this is, this is a mental illness. This, yeah. this is what happens when criminal psychopaths get in control of things. When we do nothing, when we uh, drink beer and watch Netflix, this is what happens. The rot rises to the top. It does. It does. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's what happens. It's Marxism. This is, this is, is Marxism. It is yeah. through and through, through and through. Now, if you have a child, this is according to the ADL, okay, getting back to this. If you have a child that, for example, wants to dress up as, oh, I don't know if you have a daughter that wants to dress up as, oh, I don't know, Pocahontas, right? That's the thing, right? Girls like to do or that. Or princess. Or princess or whatever, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, mm-hmm. The ADL has advised, okay, this is their advisement on, uh, for just as an example, for families that have a daughter that want to dress up as, as Pocahontas. Parents should use it as a teaching opportunity to enlighten their child's mind to the rich cultural heritage of Native Americans. So uh, what about the rich cultural heritage of Americans? Oh, that's right. The traditional American idea is more aligned with anarcho-capitalism. And we can't have that because it's it's decentralized everything. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Before Halloween, be proactive by addressing these issues in advance and use it as an educational opportunity to discuss stereotypes, biased and cultural appropriation. Many children, this again, this is the ADL. Many children and families don't realize that their costume choices are potentially hurtful or offensive. For example, a child who may be interested in Native American stories and history wants to dress up as a Native American person. Consider it an opportunity to talk with them about how Native American dress is not a costume. Instead, it is an essential part of identity, unique to each different tribe with their own costumes and way of dress. Help children understand that Halloween costumes are only fun or funny when they don't hurt or make fun of other people or spread stereotypes. Bruce, you are of Native American heritage, so you Mm -hmm. certainly Mm -hmm. are not speaking out of turn here. Mm -hmm. Your Mm -hmm. thoughts on this madness and insanity and this, this cultural Marxism? If you as a parent sit your kid down and do as prescribed by the ADL, get stuffed. Shove it so far up your ass, you puke it out. I, I am tired of this kind of BS. What you should do is sit your kid down and say, you know what? We'll make, your, we'll, we'll, we'll make that costume and we're going to tr- strive for excellence and we're going to try to make it as good as we can. You know why? Because that's what Americans do. We strive for excellence. We put full effort into things when we do something. All in. You do it. So yeah, you, your kid wants to dress up as Pocahontas or... Uh, Frozen or uh, Captain America, whatever. Go all out. Go all out and and teach the kid. Find a a new hobby you guys could do together or something. I mean, strive to do something in excellence. Now, see, it's not just uh, it's not just Native Americans. And thank thank you for that, by the way. It's not just Native Americans that they're after here. Um, they say that uh, beyond the costumes that just incorporate the headdresses, they're also targeting sombreros, uh, hachimakis or dashikis. The ADLs also caution against costumes that offend people of what they call lower economic status, such as hobos. I haven't heard them called hobos since, well, I don't know. You hear about it in like stories and stuff. Hobos? Seriously? Yeah. Who's, who calls them yeah, hobos I, anymore? I, I thought that was a derogatory term. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's something I haven't heard since like early 2000s or, yeah. you know, the 90s. Like, yeah. you, you, hobos? Yeah. No. Bums. Right now, of course, we say bums. Yeah. Or bums, yeah. Now, this one here. Yeah. Now, see this one. This is another uh, uh, example of someone that could be offended of lower economic status. Rednecks, mm. for example. And they, they mm. actually say mm. that. Rednecks. Mm. Um, also a derogatory <laughs> I, term. Yeah. Mm. I uh, I happen to know some, some people that refer to themselves as that. The, I haven't met a whole lot of things that they're offended by other than a bunch of uh, pencil neck weasels with, uh, with white collars and... Uh, uh, and I don't know, clipboards coming around, getting into their business. That's what they're offended by. They don't like people breathing down their uh, their backs, telling them how to live, what to think and how to behave. They don't appreciate that. That is offensive to someone that is, uh, well, what do they call them? Someone who's a redneck. That's what's offensive. Yes. Also, another area of my expertise, um, my family is all rednecks. Um, 
or of that uh, their parents were or they are or their kids are, whatever. Yes, that is more offensive. Honestly, we don't care. In fact, the jokes comedians make jokes about rednecks, rednecks will be the first ones to laugh at the jokes about rednecks because they know it's true. They, 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 they need to know the stereotypes. They're not offended by it. It's, it's foolishness. It is. It is. Of course, dressing up as, I don't know, a Native American or uh, somebody in traditional uh, African uh, tribal dress, such as dashikis, you know, something like that, that doesn't compare. That, that of course, doesn't compare to the cardinal sin that you could do. Uh, and of course, that would be uh, the horrific social crime of perpetuating restrictive social norms around gender and sexual orientation. Yeah, see, you can't do that, right? That That's, that's like the that's like the, the top of the mountain there. You can't get into that at all. Uh, again, according to the ADL, while costumes targeted to boys place heavy emphasis on superheroes, as you said, Bruce, and action figures, again, as you said, choices like these convey the message that boys should be scary and gruesome. Many children are attracted to traditional gendered costumes. Think girls who love princesses, as you said, Bruce, or boys who are obsessed with action heroes, again, as you said, which is completely normal. Yeah, that's a normal way of thinking. When that is the case, it is best not to reinforce that these are the only appropriate options available. Engage in conversations with young people about gender stereotypes and discuss messages that companies send through marketing and advertising. Oh, yes. Yes. Like the, the hordes that were unleashed on the streets last year to burn businesses down and to menace residents at three o'clock in the morning and to show up at people's houses with guillotines to kill police officers, to see Nike and Pepsi and, and all these other companies get on board and say, oh yeah, we support BLM, we support Antifa, those kinds of messages, that's what you want? That's what you, you should be discussing with the, the young people? Continuing, many Halloween costumes perpetuate gender stereotypes and exclude those who don't conform to traditional gender norms, especially those who are transgender, non-binary, or gender non-conforming. Be mindful that you may have students who feel excluded and marginalized by the overly gendered way Halloween costumes are marketed. Do you know why boys typically favor superheroes, G.I. Joes, you know, the, the masculine quote-unquote toys? Yeah, they're heroes. They're Do you know sakers. why? You know, they're, they're the strong character. Strong character. They're the protector, the, the provider. They're... The inherent way boys or males in general are wired, that is legitimately why they're drawn to that. Now, obviously, there's edge cases where um, that's not the case, but that is rare. Um, now we're being uh, forced to believe that it's not rare. In fact, it's normal to have uh, gender dysphoria. Um, no, I, I have a better idea. How about you just let kids be kids? You let kids enjoy themselves and quit with your BS political nonsense that you're pushing on them. Let them be kids. They have more important things to do, like play, social interactions, education, actual education, like the, the uh, you know, math, science, reading, you know, the, 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 the basic things that they'll need for the rest of their lives. Um, that is more important than your non-gender fluid whatever the hell it is. Yeah, go stuff it. You, you, you don't need to be corrupting the minds of children with that nonsense. All right. We did run over a little bit today. I'll give you the last word there. Yeah, it's a, it a great speech. I, I like your speech better than the ADLs, if I'm honest. Thank you. 
Hmm. All right. For those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us because not only do you get all of our podcasts we put out here every day, you also get the exclusive a few days early that we put out. Uh, and you also get access to our newsfeed with all the crazy Extinction Rebellion people gluing themselves to the roadway and uh, and chaining themselves up in, in pipes and padlocks and all the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, get over there and get signed up to us. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.